I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the winners of the 74th Annual Hunger Games. We want a man in black. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. My name is Optimus Prime. I am the Futus of War. Resistance is futile. Yes, it's Jedi's trick flows from the Force, but beware of the dark side. It's got a nice ring to it. I mean, it's not technically accurate. This it's a gold titanium alloy. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. This is uh, Reach Cold, and you're listening to Trex and Sci-Fi. All right, hello everyone out there in the in the internet in the in the internets. Uh, the tubes. Does anyone call it the tubes anymore? I don't know. It's the interwebs. <laughs> the interwebs. We, um, we, I'm, I'm doing another uh, Patreon supporter for Trex and Sci-Fi uh, Skype call. And we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about what everybody's been doing over the past few weeks. I think everyone's lives are a little different than they were a few months ago, <laughs> uh, unfortunately. And, and and but for most of us, I think we're managing. I, I at least I, I think I know what day of the week it is. Let's let's see if I do. It's Sunday. <laughs> it is April. Gosh, it's April twenty sixth, twenty twenty. This will be uh, for show 770 uh, for Trex and Sci-Fi. So uh, what we um, what we're doing today again is I'm on I'm on Skype, uh, yeah Skype, not Zoom. Everyone's using the Zoom, but no, we're just on good old Skype. And uh, I'll just I'm gonna list off. Uh, I'm gonna let people speak in a moment, but. Um, but I'll list off who we have with us right now. So I have Amber, I have Quinn, I have Doug, I have Rick Moyer, I have Richard Pete, and I don't think I missed anyone. Is that correct? Or or scream at me if, if I missed it at you. <laughs> but um, yeah, so thanks everyone for joining. Thanks everyone, of course, for supporting Treks and Sci-Fi on Patreon. That's that's fantastic. It's um, I've used it for a few years now, and the um, you know the I, I, the thing about Patreon that I kind of like is if you do listen to podcasts out there, and you know there are three or four other ones that I listen to and, and support via Patreon. The nice thing I find about it is is you know just setting it up. You can set it up for a dollar, two, three, whatever you feel like per month. It's pretty you know easy and and convenient, and you don't have to think about it. And and for podcasts that are I'd say I guess most podcasts tend to be weekly. Some are less often than that, but I'd say the average most podcasts put out, you know, maybe a show a week. That's four shows a, a month. So I think it's a great way to support those. And I, I thank you guys for doing that for for my show. And uh, I hope uh, I hope this will be. You know, I've been trying. We did the, one of these a few months ago. I think it was maybe in January. I'm not. I can't remember exactly. I've lost lost all ability to remember things so 
But anyway, uh, that was fun, and I want to keep doing this maybe every few months just to check in with all of you, and, and especially under the current uh, current situation. And uh, I want to go – the first thing I want to do is everyone – we're going to go through everyone, and I want to tell you to tell everyone uh, out there listening, just uh, introduce yourself a little bit. I, I, you don't have to go too, too much with that, but uh, most of you have been on before. I think Amber is the only one that hasn't been, but but um, say um, a little bit about yourself for a second or two or three or a minute, or if you're Rick Moyer, maybe 10 minutes, I, I think, because <laughs> he's got a lot to talk about, because that guy does a million things, and uh, but the uh, but then, then also uh, let everyone know where you are located, because I think that'll be uh, helpful to, uh, we've got a nice cross-section, I think, here about where you're from and and then you can talk uh then we'll get into uh after that a little bit about um what you guys have all been up to over the last month or two or whatever so hey amber you're you're new so yeah. we'll let you start we'll let you start. i was afraid of that <laughs> <laughs> you probably could figure that out go ahead that's all right um yeah my name is amber and i'm in uh portland oregon where it is currently Woo! sunny which is abnormal but right now i will take it um and yeah, there's this vision of Portland being always like under rain, right? Like just this semi right. kind of drizzly, like Gotham City rain, you know, just always dark and gloomy. Which normally I'm a fan of, but right now when I live in 500 square feet, um, I, I need the sun pouring in a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I am a uh, currently a software engineer, and so my job is fortunately an easy one to transport to being remote, which is handy. Yeah. And you're also a traveler. I mean, we, I want to I want to hear I, a little bit about that. You you seem to have traveled a lot in, in Yeah. So we'll, yeah, we'll I, want to hear about that I, a little. Yeah, so I got to go to Ireland um, last October, which was amazing. I got to be there for 3 weeks. And I uh, there's there, there are no words, and I did not uh, stay nearly as long as I would have liked. At it's the same time, true anywhere is probably you visit. a little high. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like anytime I've ever gone any place, I've always said like, "Gosh, I have to come back here sometime." Because a week, right. two, whatever, it, it, whatever, it's just never enough. So, uh, well, thanks for joining. I appreciate that. All right, uh, let's go on to Quinn. I know you were on before Quinn uh, when we did our show a few months ago, but just tell briefly a little bit about yourself, like Amber did, and and where you're located too. Yeah, I'm in Sony, Ontario, Canada. I've been watching Star Trek since the early '70s, and I'm, I I work at the hospital, so I guess I'm considered an essential worker. Still go to work every single day and just do all the healthcare qualifications and. Getting in and out of the hospital is a lot more complex than it used to be. You just go in, and but now you have to check in, take your temperature, and all the other stuff. Do I have the cough? Do I have the fever? Do I have shortness of breath? Or, <laughs> and then have I been out, out early on? You, they used to ask, have I been outside of the U.S.? I mean outside of Canada the last 14 days, but since the beginning of April, people stopped answering that question because two weeks have gone on, so 
they close the borders or at least they're all essential travel or whatever. So yeah, that's what yeah. I do. Yeah. So uh, right. Yeah. There's like nowhere you can really go probably very easily. Yeah. So you have to. Well, I can see I can see America from my window or whatever. Oh, I'm, we'll, we'll wave if, to you. We'll if wave. You know where, if you know where Port Huron is or whatever. Oh, yeah. You live in, I've gone I over the see, bridge uh, The bridge yeah, there a few the times. The Blue Water Bridge. I'm yeah. right now looking out at America. So there's the Blue Water. Or I can't see the Blue Water Bridge, but I can see the river in between Sarnia and Port Huron. So I can, I'm looking outside the window and can see America from my, from my balcony or whatever. So Great. Great. All right. Well, thanks for joining. So that's why I'm so I'm close, so close to America. I can see it. Yeah, whatever. we're waving we're at you right now. We are. We're waving at you. See, here we are, waving at you. Well, I don't think yeah. Joe Joe could join, but uh, it's good to have a representative from Canada, our friends in Canada. So thanks for coming and joining today. And uh, how about uh, that's Doug? Right, eh? Doug A. Eh? Yeah. No. How about Doug? Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Doug, and where you're at. Yeah, I'm uh, in Atlanta. And uh, I know we're a lot of the news lately about the first state that's coming out of quarantine. Oh, yeah. Did you go get a tattoo? And, and what else can you do now? A haircut? Yeah, a let's do that. <laughs> I know. There's way too many people in the country laughing at our state right now. But, oh, uh, it's okay. I'm in Michigan. We're getting laughed at for other reasons. So, so uh... <laughs> Yeah, so I used to be uh, an IT programmer. I retired about four years ago. And I was enjoying the retired life up until now. It's... Uh, Kind of like a very luxurious prison, I feel. Uh, though I haven't been in prison before, but I guess we'd consider this about ten percent prison life. Yeah, you know, I've I've talked to some people that are, that are like retired people, and it, it's weird to me. It's funny that you know you would think that like a retired person, it wouldn't feel like as much of a difference because they're not going like to a job each day type of thing, getting in the car and all that, but. I know a lot of people that, that they still seem to be very, you know, messed up by this whole thing, you know, even being retired and not having to go to a job each day type of thing. But actually, the thing is, with a job, if I was working from home, which I used to do all the time as a programmer, that was like something that I did all the time and I would continue doing it. But since I don't have that, all yeah. the things I did for it, they're all gone now. I was playing golf. I was going out the stores. I yeah. was doing work yard works whatever and well it's good everything. to keep busy i mean you definitely i, I you know you got to have something going on when you retire i mean you can't just can't sit around and watch talk shows on tv all day you know no, no just podcasts yeah all right well thanks doug good uh, a nice cross-section so far of, of of folks in different areas and everything how about you mr moyer well, uh, my name is Rick Moyer. I have been a we have uh, no listener idea who that is, but attraction sci-fi for many, 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 many years, and uh, I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, I have a media business, thanks to Rico, my friend. I have been a podcaster, and I have I now do websites and different things, but mostly I'm professional photography and video editing. And I'm also a local radio personality on two different stations here uh, in my area. And I love that. It's a great job. And I barely made it out the layoffs because we took a big hit. But uh, here I am still. And now I'm doing two different radio shows because we had to lay some people off. So I had to take their place. So, so even radio is affected then, huh? Oh, yeah. We, yeah. We, I mean, I won't say the amount of money that we lost in about two weeks, but it was it was crazy. Well, that's crazy. true. Well, I guess they're supported. The, I, the I, it casino was, shut. Yeah. yeah. 
casino shut down. They were a big, huge uh, income source for the station. Uh, tons of other places. Just ah, all that's, money yeah, of course, out. all the advertising dollars are gone, or yeah. a lot of it is, yeah, because of, um, yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I thought about, you know, I, I, I haven't been obviously going out much, but I'd click on the radio if I have to have to go somewhere you know once every week i try to go do something but um but i thought hey the radio boy those guys at least can kind of stay isolated and still do the job but yeah i didn't think about that advertising i'm still essential but and it is a little bit scary because i have to go out every single day i do it but uh, we we have social or we have isolation going on at the station too only one jock, jock can be in the studios at a time can you do and, uh, all, all what court, is? Uh, can you actually yeah. do all the everything? Turn on the. Yeah. I have this vision. It's like a big switch on a wall to turn on the antenna or something. You know, to broadcast. It's always on. We're, we're, it's we're always on. Hours, seven days a week. <laughs> yeah, and there's four. There's four stations there, and I'm on uh, three of them. So and two, two of them all the time. So it's kind of cool. But a good, a really cool known fact or a non unknown fact, Amber. It is a really long, uh, great friend. Uh, she used to listen to Amy and I when we did our podcast, Take Him With You. And we actually got to meet Amber. So, Amber, way to go, West Coasters. Yes, yes. I've been lurking for a really long time. And you're awesome, by the way. I just want you to know that. I, I follow Amber on Instagram and uh, a little bit of Facebook stuff, but uh, she's great. So I'm just really glad that you're on the call with us today because yeah, you're yeah, awesome. People yeah, need to hear you from you. And last but not least, Mr. Pete, my old Rockford uh, time uh, <laughs> when I was there for a year working, and we did a couple of shows. How are you, sir? Tell us a little bit about you, yourself, and, and everything. Oh, well, compared to... Rick, Rick Moyer, I got nothing to say. Well, compared to all <laughs> that's of not us, true. Rick Moyer, yeah. That's not uh, true. You guys got me blushing over here. No, so, yeah, my, I'm, yeah, so I'm Rick Pete. Um, I live out in, I live in Crystal Lake, Illinois, which is about an hour outside of Chicago. So we live in the, in the, in the burbs of Chicago. The um, burbs. Where it's still in snow. It snowed here. I guess about a week or so ago. So yeah, so weather is it has not quite become spring quite yet. Um, I work for a company as a principal software engineer. I've been working for them for almost 30 years. It'll be 30 years in June. Wow. And uh, it's funny. I was talking to my boss, and I said, "So, you know, usually, you know, when you have an anniversary year that that's long, you know, they, you know, tend to have a little party for you and all that. But of course, everybody in our development." group we're all working from home so i don't think there'll be any party for me so i was kind of bummed about that so so one of the guys said they'll he'll just drive by and you know wave and throw some balloons or something so but other than that um you know my big hobby right now is running i run marathons and half marathons all over the country um and my first international race actually was in uh Toronto, Canada, last year. Met up with Joe, in fact, um, when I was out there. And then, uh, you know, my ongoing other job is tech support for my family. (laughs) Oh, aren't we all? With all my family, you know, working, a lot of my family members are all retired. But, you know, now we're doing Zoom meetings every Sunday afternoon. 
and we have, you know, 15 people on Zoom talking and video. And so, you know, I, I'm everybody's tech support. Oh, this isn't working. Oh, that's not working. And, you know, help my aunt get a new laptop and get my mom a new webcam, you know, whatever, whatever has to happen. And Hey, I heard, I heard that my, uh, my, my wife's mom, uh, who we've been helping out, who lives like about 10 <laughs> minutes from us, she actually was, she did a Zoom call with her son the other day, and I was shocked because she, she, she is the most untechnically inclined, um, you know, person just as much as, you, you know, I mean, she, she literally is the, even the left click, right click <laughs> thing is, is too, I was just shocked Shout that out. she was able to do that. I, I was impressed, so. Yeah. But, um, but you know, life is different. Obviously, I work from home. You know, I work, I work from home a lot anyway, but it really feels different when you have to work from home versus yeah. choosing to work from home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, was, I was telling Lynn, I was telling my wife that I, I said that even this morning. I've said it a few times, but I said there's, there's something weird about when you, like, are pushed, like, to this is the only thing you can do kind of a thing, right? Like, it's great when you can work from home like a day or two a week or something. That's a nice little break from driving and and all that stuff. But when you, yeah, you're right. You're right, Richard. When when you have to, it's it's a different feeling. Yeah, totally different. You know, and, I mean, we're we were told in no uncertain terms, you may not go into the office. I mean, I live 20 minutes from the office, and we is are not, not allowed to go there. Is it is it a is it a office with like a lot of people or is it a relatively small office? No, it's an office. We well, it's an office with a warehouse attached to it, so it's it's a huge space, and I think altogether there's probably twelve hundred employees that work there. Oh, okay. Well, that's a lot of people. Yeah. So, but to go from that, like you say, to nothing, um, yeah, it's 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 different. So when we have we have all of our meetings on Skype, well, I'm sorry, either on Zoom or on Microsoft Teams. And it's interesting, you know, people are starting to gravitate towards doing video because, you know, there's something about being able to interact with somebody and see their expressions rather than just hearing their disembodied voice to make you feel like you're still part of the team. Sure. Um, yeah. So that's, you know, that's sort of been my life. My wife's at home with me, so at least I'm not by myself. And, uh, but yeah, I've been... I've been loving Jackson Sci-Fi for a long time, um, and not as long as Rick Moyer, but almost as long. And, Pretty close. Uh, you know, and I've been Maybe a Trek fan way. since what the 1960s. I actually was six years old when the show when the show started, and uh, so I remember watching it um, back then, and I've watched it ever since. And my my most recent uh, endeavor has been as a Parody song lyricist. Yeah, so that I, is I see awesome, myself by a, the way. As a as a Padawan to Rick Moyer, <laughs> um, and I wrote my first parody song last weekend, and I'm pretty proud of it. But uh, I found I found the karaoke music to it, so I'm trying to decide if I'm going to actually try to actually record oh, the song. Oh, you, you definitely should. Even you know, it doesn't have to be you know these things. I find them charming. Even I mean, it doesn't have to be you know right ready to go onto a record or whatever i mean but uh yeah you definitely should i want to do it for myself yeah you know, I, after share it with a select, after, uh, after yeah. star trek parodies.com i just can't compete with that 
<laughs> you guys are so well. The, the you know the 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 thing you got to do with all this situation, at least I find you know, and I I, I think most people probably feel the same. Is you got to kind of somewhat try to laugh and take your mind off it and, and do something to sort of vent out you know in maybe a positive way some some of what you're thinking or feeling or or whatever it's it's you could get really wound into a little hole i think if you just just all you listen to is the news or or other stuff so i don't yeah but uh all right thanks rick uh richard we got a lot of ricks but um yeah, thanks everyone. We got a nice cross section of people. the The main thing I wanted to ask everyone about uh, today, and and, and just um, I've done this over the last few podcasts myself, so I'm not going to say too much myself about this. But I want to hear about uh, each person. We'll go down the line again and, and and tell us if there's there's anything like they they keep talking about everyone's like doing hobbies they haven't done before or watching things or reading things they haven't read or watched before, but throw out a, you know, maybe two, three, four, whatever you feel like things that you may have um, been doing over the last few weeks. You think other people might enjoy who listen to the show, you know, kind of geeky things or even non geeky stuff is fine, but whatever, whatever is making you, um, uh, helping you get through this or you're enjoying, let let us uh, let us hear from you. So Amber, uh, what's uh, I, I I know you do a lot of cooking because yeah. I follow you on Instagram too. You definitely do a lot of cooking, and, and mm, uh, you make good food. And, and so Ew. tell uh, tell us what you've been doing. Either uh, any any television movies you're catching up on, or books, or anything, or or cooking stuff, whatever. Uh, let let us know. And what can you make when you can't find flour, rice, or or a million other things in the stores <laughs> right now? Meat. Uh, well, yeah. Flour, no flour and rice is easy because uh, I'm oh. following keto for the most part, so yep. I don't even have yep. to look for it. Um, That's awesome. But it's my my cooking has gotten pretty boring because we're in this current state, and I just eat the same thing, and I don't care because it's if I automate something, then I can have bandwidth to do other things. Yeah. Um, but I would say probably the most unique thing that I've figured out is there's a board game that I absolutely love that I have turned a couple friends on to called um, Hogwarts Battle. It's a deck cooperative deck building game and my friends and I have figured out how to play it over video chat. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. each, of us, each of us have the game and so I usually control the main board and then they use their have their cards as reference to build off of the cards that I draw and say are available and it has been so fun um we actually have after this i have a next like every weekend we've been playing and it's 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 a little fiddly to set up the first couple of times but now that we've done it it's like we get to see people we get to interact with people and nobody else in our respective houses wants to play with us so (laughs) yeah well that's that's what the internet's great for you know if, if you don't have anyone local that can do whatever you can find someone usually yeah well, and these are all local folks too that I would normally play with. It's just can't leave our houses. So. Right. Sure. No, that's great. Yeah, that's that's great. Is it? Uh, uh, is that? A, is that a game that you like? Is it like a magic game where you there are always new like decks and cards coming out? Is it like one of those like a CCG type thing? No. Um. I mean the the the, the just decks a single are pretty board game, right? Just a, it's it. 
Yeah. No. Okay. Um, it actually has seven seven levels basically. So there's different cards based on which game you're playing, and they all build on the the, the previous. Okay. So it's kind of like going through the seven years of schooling. You get more and more abilities, and things get more and more difficult as you ramp up. Gotcha. Um, okay. But because it's 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 kind of like Dominion or any other like deck building game where it just depends on what cards come up and when and who can actually buy them and then play them dictates whether or not you're successful. Great. So great. I know that yeah. you were doing a lot of um, uh, maybe not now as much, but I, I think I remember on your Instagram you were doing some Lego stuff, Lego stuff over um, Christmas, like the Harry Potter advent calendar yeah. lego are you are you do you do lego stuff is that just for the holidays and the advent calendars or do you do it other times of the year uh, i or, would yeah yeah i would love to but again i live in a 500 square foot studio i have no space <laughs> um so i i, do those I little love mini legos. legos you know that well yep. the advent is pretty good because they're all little tiny pieces so that's not a big monster uh thing to build yeah yeah, so I would love to be able to just, if I could build and then do something with it. I am also a knitter, so I like to knit things and then find homes for them because I, I can only wear so many scarves and hats. Yeah, and my wife things. is a big, she knits a lot of, uh, she knits a lot of socks for people. She's, yeah. so socks are, she's always got like, she's got, a, usually has multiple things she's working on, but socks are always one think she's knitting yeah yeah but um watching wise uh clone wars is killing me the the latest season that's that they just released um, yeah the last few episodes have pretty have been pretty intense yeah yeah there's a lot of connections to uh to the movie you know the 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 especially um revenge of the sith of course because that's about the time frame of it all so exactly and i i've i each of the last two episodes have have surprised me in like where they are in the timeline and how they're making it work to be in conjunction with what's going on and there's been some amazing fight sequences like i just yeah and ahsoka's my girl so it's yeah yeah she's great and you know they they um Probably everybody listening, or most of you, I think, are, are maybe know that they've, you know, she's going to be in the next season of Mandalorian in live action, right? Yeah, Played by uh, Rosario Dawson, right? So that should be exciting. I, I, I didn't expect that at all uh, because one, I no one really maybe thought that Ahsoka would still be around because of the time frame Mandalorian takes place in, which is post um, return of the Jedi by like six, seven years, even past that. But the other thing is, is you didn't expect or think that they were going to include Jedi so much in the Mandalorian. And, uh, but yeah, that's well, exciting. She is no Jedi. Well, yeah. I mean, force <laughs> user, well, force, force uh, user with two lightsabers. <laughs> But uh, well, yeah, yeah, I, I get I you. Mean, yeah, 
Rebels also kind of ends after Return of the Jedi, and we don't really get a clear view on when after that that is. So I'm super curious, for sure, to see how the next season of Mandalorian plays out with her. Yeah. Anything else you're either reading? I, I, I think you're a comic reader, too, right? I Yeah, I am. And the only bonus to this, to all of this not getting any new uh, things coming out is I'm able to catch up on trades that I haven't. Yeah, been I feel able the same. To... I feel exactly the same. I I miss my regular weekly comics, but we can get caught up on things we haven't read. Yeah. Yeah, and my my local shop is open for for pick, curbside pickup only three days a week, so I can email them and say, hey, I want to buy these things, and then yeah. text them when well, I'm reading. So I'm I'm still getting new stuff to read. Um, so right now it's I just finished up Poe Dameron and now I'm jumping back into Miss Marvel because I I'd stopped collecting after the first three trades. So yeah, we're supposedly starting plenty. to get a little more new books starting like this week. A few DC books, Batman's coming back, so it's maybe a light at the end of the tunnel for new new comics. Yeah, I'm reading uh, the Sandman Universe series, which I know is is in Neil Gaiman's world, but not Neil Gaiman, and I don't remember if that's dc or not just because he has those ties to dc so i'll it be really interested be. to see yeah to see if i have anything new in box the next time i can do a pickup well good well thanks for that um how about you quinn over in sarnia there what um what have you been doing anything different or new during this time uh or anything you're watching that you're liking that you didn't watch or what have you been up to keeping yourself uh geeky occupied yeah i just caught up on manifest that was on nbc i recorded it but i never got around to watching it and i'm watching westworld uh, i think third season and i'm hoping to see the batwoman the new batwoman and supergirl tonight cool cool um, Anything uh, yeah. Anything in terms of, uh, do you read books or comics or build things? Any stuff like that that you've got going on? No, not really. I just, I'm big into Apple stuff, so I have the tech stuff on the new iPhone that just came out, watching all the YouTube videos about that, and that's probably about it or whatever, so. Yeah. Do you do any games on your phones or iPad or anything like that? No, not not really, no. Just watching my YouTube videos and stuff like that. Oh, I also wanted to ask you guys all I, I wanted to we, we can go back to you, Amber, in a second, but I'll ask Quinn since he's on. Um, I wanted to get everybody's uh, views if you've all watched it, I would hope, I think, but Quinn, Star did you Trek watch Picard? Picard? Star Trek Picard? Yeah, of, course. of course I did. What did you think? Uh, give we, us a give us a minute or two of your thoughts on, yeah, on what you I, thought. I liked how it ended by risk. Those two people died, didn't die, but that's just my personal opinion. It would be nice if somehow they were closed or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they were well, the real people. They were the clones. So, I mean, Star Trek Picard is basically starting to almost become like you. You There are ways for people to not die let's just say yeah, so exactly. yeah well make they come back as a machine or whatever you know they clone or they get their brain or whatever and they download them into a and 
just like with Picard, they download them into a, a Android body or whatever you want to call it. So they come back as an Android. How's that? Yeah, yeah, that's that that's yeah. Hey, let's swing quick back to uh, well, thanks, Quinn. Uh, Amber, no what, what about uh, what were your thoughts on Picard? Oh my gosh, I I loved it so much. Um, it's kind of hard. I listened to a fair number of podcasts, and a lot of people were complaining about it not being not following a normal Star Trek. But you know, original Trek was my Trek, and so when Next Generation came around, I hated it that first season because it wasn't what I considered my Trek, and I got over that. So um, yeah, I just it was a different it was a different manner of storytelling, but it was a world that I absolutely adored. And for once, I actually picked up on something early on that played out later, and that was in the opening credits. Every time they built, every time they went through and, um, you know, did the whatever you want to call it, the montage, there was that you could see, like, pieces of Picard coming in, and mm-hmm. I just kept talking to my friend, and I was like, he's he's a synthetic. Like, he's got to be a subtle, synthetic. Yeah. Yeah, it was very super subtle, subtle but... <laughs> And and as as the story went on, we just kept building, and I'm like, something's got to happen, like, and and I just like I I'm like, oh my gosh, I saw something, I recognized something early on that actually kind of paid off, and I absolutely loved how they did that. So yeah, and then I I've, I've also read the books and the the book that was kind of a prelude to it and the comics, and I, if you haven't and you liked the series, I highly recommend it. It just you know, it gives you more story. It's not a required reading, but it's good. And what else are you going to do right now? Yeah, especially you in the prelude thing. You learn you learn a, a good amount about those two Romulans that are at Picard's uh, vineyard there that are kind of helping him, and you get some background of them, especially in that yeah. pre prelude comic sh- series. Yeah. All right, let's switch over to uh, Doug. I think Doug. What have you been doing down there in Atlanta to keep occupied besides planning your next tattoo and and uh, where you where you want to go and uh, get that tattoo put on? Well, the first thing I, I was hearing Rick Pete talking about uh, going to work versus having the option of going to work. I was oh, reminded yeah. of a, a mock time where Spock said the stun uh, having is not necessarily as pleasurable of a thing as wanting. Yes. It may not make sense, but it's often true. That's a great uh, line. I've always loved that line, too. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, first thing I miss sports, uh, I think I'm an anomaly in that I'm a Star Trek and science fiction fan who was also a sports fan. It seems like in my uh, in my travels, it's been either one or the other. Yeah, it's uh, there's a few. Uh, Chris Cle- Chris Clemente is a big sports guy and, and a big big sci-fi guy too. But yeah, you're right. It, it's not as common as as uh, as just you know. There seems to be a division there. Yeah. Right. So uh, as I said in the last podcast, which happened to be on uh, January 12th, because that was the last Skype that I had done, I had mentioned that I'm a runner and I listen to your treks and sci-fi. I also do uh, Real Time with Bill Maher, who's uh, on HBO, that's uh, on iTunes, so I get to listen to that for free. Uh, reading, uh, I'm reading a book. I was always into history. I like alternative history. It's a book called Lincoln's Last Trial, and they found a manuscript from uh, 1980s. Well, not the manuscript, but uh, the, the, the notes from the court trial, and they put it together into a book, and it really brings it to life of Lincoln as a lawyer. 
before that, I was reading a James Bond book. I'm very much into that. Uh, TV, uh, like The Flash. Uh, the thing is, what I, I noticed that through all the years The Flash has been on, I've been fast forwarding through certain parts of it. It's whenever Barry Allen's like sitting there and it's like, oh, I regret doing this. Joe, you think <laughs> I made the right decision? I call it the teen, teen angst part. Uh, and it's yeah. like, let's get on with the action, you know. <laughs> Although I, I would say that I don't think he's doing it. There was a, a season or a couple seasons he did it a lot. I, I think it's better now. I, I think that he, I think he's matured a little. So I don't, I don't think it's happening as much as it was happening. But I, I know yeah. what you mean, yeah. Yeah, with, uh, you know, Iris, uh, I, I'm sorry I disappointed you, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. I like Supergirl. Uh, going back to the first two seasons, I like Callista Flockhart being in it. Uh, I like the dynamic there of her being in charge, but the whole thing of working for the newspaper is uh, the magazine. It's not as much of the plot anymore, and I, I kind of miss that a little bit. Um, yeah, now it's turned into the Luther show a bit too much for me, you know. Yeah, and yeah. he came back, right? Yeah. Uh, I mentioned before that I was watching The Man in High Castle, which is on Amazon Prime. I was just getting into it at the time, but now I really got into it because it's a lot to do with alternative history. If anybody's aware of it, it's if what would have happened if the United States lost World War II. Uh, very interesting. It's... Um, it's kind of gotten more into fantasy kind of thing because before it was just like history and it, it's good. Uh, I watched yesterday or two days ago. I didn't even know this one existed. There's a documentary of the making of Galaxy Quest called Never Surrender. Did you hear about that? Yeah, yeah. It's on Amazon Prime, I think, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I saw that in the theater. It was really, really good. So it's been around a while. I was not yeah, aware a few, of it. I, I, yeah, I think it was. It somehow coincided with their what twenty or twenty fifth anniversary. I forget what number they 20. were at. It was awesome. It, yeah. I've watched it a couple of times. I love it. Yeah, that that was really good. It. Uh, I, I I kept on forgetting how much I liked. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great. Uh, that's a great movie, and and uh, it, it's it. You know, I'm kind of like the fact everybody always wants to reboot things or do more and i just kind of i like these kind of single things like that that they've just sort of left alone uh, in a way you know i I, i'm sure someone somehow is going to eventually do something with it but but uh yeah no that's good good so many streaming services Oh, like, uh, and and there's a new one we all uh, i don't know how many know about this or have been watching uh, the or seeing the ads, but there's this, which is just confusing the heck out of me. But HBO Max, this this new, and somehow they have Doctor Who on it, which I don't understand <laughs> that deal. I, I I'm like, <laughs> it, it, that starts at the end of this end of next month, so that, like the end of of uh, May, and 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 you know the thing about this confuses me is i still i'm still one of the diehards that still has cable tv that has hbo and i'm like am i getting hbo max too i don't think so but how does all that work i I don't know it seems a little overkill to me when you've already got a cable i mean most of these other services there was a disney channel and now there's this disney streaming service but i don't know there's something about having multiple hbo's that just is a little annoying but uh 
Anything else, Doug, that you've got? Do you, do you manage to get out? And, and you, you, I know you said you would do running and things, but uh, been able to get outside there in Atlanta? I don't know if you live in, like, are you more in the city area or are you outside of the city? Uh, no, it's a suburb north of Atlanta. So uh, yeah. I live in Kauai, so I could walk for like a mile uh, and not really encounter that many people. When I go running, I don't have to wear a mask because maybe I'll pass – one or two people, and I'll give them a wide berth. Yeah, but, sure. Uh, you know, stores, uh, I, I don't go in any stores, just like uh, uh, supermarkets and uh, takeout from restaurants. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Oh, and my, my comments about Picard? Sure, uh, yeah, please. Yeah. I, I really liked it. Um, I think that the uh, the brother-sister thing with the Romulans, it seemed a little bit... Uh, you know, like the sneering villain kind of thing. It was a little bit cartoonish about that piece, I felt, a little bit. Uh, the thing is, I'm old school. I think you mentioned this before about having self-contained episodes. I liked having a full-season arc, but I kind of like standalone episodes that are there, too. And mm-hmm. I'm also yeah. going to notice that, like the movies, they never do things that are, like, small-scale. It's either the end of the universe or end of life as we know it, or the end of humanity. And it's a similar kind of thing. If the, uh, the synths called back their, their big worm people, they were just going to destroy all humanity. It's like, can it be at a smaller scale, which we could relate to more? Yeah, I agree with you totally there. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate that you would hope that when they move to television, that, like Discovery, I think, has been definitely doing the same thing. It was, you know, uh, it, it is, they're almost making it too epic. And, and and you know the minute that they pull back even a little bit from that, they'll probably have people that will say, well, well, that was kind of a letdown after the, you know, universe at peril of season. You know, there's no, it's almost a no-win scenario of they've they put themselves in this corner so much. Uh, but, um I don't think, well, he, you know, even towards the end of end of Enterprise, they were a little bit like that. You know, the Star Trek Enterprise series, you know, the previous series, Deep Space Nine, got a little bit like that with the wars that they had. Uh, but, you know, most of the other Star Trek shows, for the most part, weren't like that. You know, Voyager, TNG, uh, you know, they, they weren't, you know, this universe-ending stuff. I'm kind of hoping when season three of Discovery comes back that since it's, you know, spoiler alert, they're, they're, they're way off in the distant future, the, um, that they don't have that situation going on, you know, that it's not like, oh, the universe is going to end kind of a thing. But I agree with you, Doug, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, you know, overall I really liked it. I love the idea that we already know that uh, we're going to have, what is it, one or two more seasons of Picard and uh, At least definitely definitely uh, a, a confirmed one more, and, and I'm guessing probably at least another one. I mean, they were hoping, I think, to do at least three from what I've heard. But the next one is definitely a go. So, And Our, also look forward to this Captain Pike series. I'd love that, too. Yeah, I, I, I really hope. I mean, every, it seems like every other day someone wa- is talking about it or wanting it. I, I I think if anything that came out of Discovery, you know, there's a lot of mixed feelings about that series from some people. There's a little bit on Picard as well, like Amber kind of said. And the, but um, the uh, the Universal, I think, like that if there is any, 
is everyone seemed to like Anson Mount as, as Pike and that whole thing, the way they did that and the Enterprise. And so that seems to get a, has a lot of support. So I'm hopeful. All right, let's yeah. go off to uh, Rich Richard Pete, I think, next. We'll save Mr. Moyer for last. But uh, I know you said you had to go at, at a little. We're getting closer to, to your, your time, and you got to go off with your your family and Zooming, Zoom call. But tell us what you've been doing during all this. Are you still getting out there and running or watching other shows that you hadn't watched? Or what are you working on? Yeah, um, I'm not running as much as I'd like, mostly because of either weather or um, work is just really, really busy. But I am still out there. It's been a little disappointing because, you know, I'm, I have this goal of, you know, completing a half marathon in all 50 states. Um, now, my, my, I was planning on finishing it by the end of next year, but I had 10 races lined up already between now and between the beginning of the year in May, and they've all been canceled. So my goal may have to be extended beyond 2021. But, you know, I, uh, I, I will just be flexible, and uh, it'll, it'll get done when it gets done. Sure. But yeah, but I do yeah. try to get out and, you know, get my training runs in and, and to a certain extent get my mental health runs in. Yeah. Because running is just good for me and my brain and um, so it keeps me, keeps me, keeps me centered. Um, I think for me, the biggest impact for me, I think, with this social isolation is just the need to really reach out more. Um. You know, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm really, I'm weird. I'm an extrovert, but I'm also an introvert. And so I don't mind being by myself, but this is different. And I find that I'm, you know, calling family more often. I'm talking to friends more often, you know, doing the Zoom thing more often, just to feel that I'm still connected with a larger community than just my wife and myself. Um, sure. So that's, yeah, that's makes sense. definitely been a, an interesting thing. As far as, as when I watch and stuff, Picard, I, I just love the series. It was, it was quite refreshing. I really enjoyed it, enjoyed thinking about it. Um, I, and one thing gnaws at me, though, and it's a totally innocuous piece of, 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 of footage, and it was at the in the last scene, hopefully this is not spoiling somebody, but where you see the portal open up and you see these sentient things that are clearly mechanical that are getting ready to come in, right, and destroy the universe as we you know, as we speak it. And they all look like uh, like mechanical snake-like things. And I swear that that imagery came from some other movie from like 10 years ago or something. And I, it's racking my brains. It was trying from, to remember. It was one of the matrix. Was that what it is? Yeah. They, those guys did. Yeah. When they were about, yeah, to you're right. Die. You're right. It was right. Yeah. Right. At the end when Neo died and they hooked him up and they created a little chair for him to finish up his fight with Mr. Smith. That's exactly what it was. I saw that. And for that split second, it took me out of the show, out of the story. And I thought, wait, I've seen that before. Yeah, they kind of reminded you know, so, me of of both the Matrix things, those those whatever they were called. But the other thing it reminded me of is the is Sentinels the, or something. Well, it also yeah, the Sentinels. But 
It also reminded me of um, the first Avengers movie. It, you know, those long kind of things they're fighting that come through the little, it's kind of a wormhole out there, right? That they're all yeah. fighting in New York City, you know, those really long, snaky-like things. They kind of reminded mm-hmm. me a lot of those, too, what they looked like. But, yeah, I know what you mean, though, Rick, yeah. But, no, I, I really enjoyed it, and I, um, I'm really curious what season two is going to be like. Right, because at the end you kind of get the sense that okay, well maybe, maybe Starfleet Command is accepting of Picard again since yeah. he turned out to be right. But what does that mean? Is he is 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 he going to tell anybody outside of his crew that he is a synth? I mean, I'm just it, it, there. There are lots of stories that could be that can germinate from that ending. So yeah. I'm very curious to see where that leads. Yeah, I was um, uh, probably one of the things I don't remember if I said this during any of the shows that I've done on it, but one of the things I, I was a little surprised it got as quite as wrapped up as as it did. There's still some things, of course, left there, but I, I thought that maybe there'd be a lot more hanging, you know, at the end. Than th- you know, they kind of wrapped up everything there on the little synth planet, and then they took off in the ship, and that was that for the most part. You know, I mean. I, I thought there'd be maybe a lot of unresolved stuff going on still, but, uh, you know, they've, they still got to deal with things, but I, it kind of makes me feel like season two will be kind of a new thing. Like they'll be dealing with some new threat or new problem or whatever. It won't just be more stuff about synths or the Romulans and, and that, that it'll be more, it'll be something new more beyond that. Yeah, I, I would think so. I, I, went, I thought perhaps it was that way because maybe they didn't think they were going to get season two and this was just going to be one story, they tell it and be done. And then when they got season two, they probably just decided not to change the story of the last season. Yeah, there's. <laughs> you could be right. It could be part of that. I mean, there's a lot of these TV shows, I know, uh, you know, about what they're – how you handle season to season, right? There, there've been plenty of shows out there that just sort of ended, right, and, and didn't get resolved, and then they were canceled. So uh, that's always a, a risk you take, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. So. Anything so else? Uh, any other like anything? Uh, any other TV series or movies stuff that you've been catching up on or plunged in on some, you know? Netflix, you know, 12 season thing you've never watched or anything like that? Um, I don't know that I picked anything really unique. I mean, I'm loving, I'm loving Clone Wars. I'm a big Ahsoka fan. Um, I read her book. Um, and if you haven't, if you haven't read the book Ahsoka, you need to read it. Um, it's a great book. Um, but I also, with Disney Plus, they've got so much there, right? So I watched, they have, they had a six part series called Imagineering, which was fascinating. If you're a Disney fan, I'm good. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And all their nature shows. So there's 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 a lot to to, to delve into on that particular channel. Um, I ended up getting HBO via Prime Video because they offered a three month for nine ninety five nine ninety nine deal. So I got HBO so I can watch my Westworld, and so I'm enjoying that. Um, and then there's a new there's a, a new show. It had an eight-episode run. I don't know if it's going to be renewed or not, but it was a reimagined War of the Worlds, which is on the Epic channel. 
and that was that's really good. It's a it's a it's a different take on on the story, but I'm really liking it. And it happens in Europe. It's not a story based in the U.S. So a lot of the characters are actually speaking French or whatever language, and so you have to have the subtitles to understand. But I found that I really enjoyed that. I hope they bring that back um, for season two. Cool. Um, and then on Apple TV Plus, um, there's a show called For All Mankind, um, which is similar to, I think, what Quinn was talking about, where it's a reimagined, you know, what if we did not win the space race? So the For All Mankind series, which I thought was really well done, is the Russians make it to the moon first. And then what does that mean for the United States in its space program? And how do we respond to that? How do we react to that? Um, and they have taken it well beyond, you know, Apollo 17. I mean, there are lots of, there's a lot more built into our space program um, in this series than we have actually done in that in that era of Apollo. Um, it's it's really good. So I've been I've watched that. It's ended, but it's going to be picked up for another season. Um, and then I found a, cha- a channel called Tubi T U B I. It's another streaming service that's free, and it is like TV land. It's all kinds of old stuff. And I found I can watch, I've been really keyed back into watching all of the Six Million Dollar Man episodes, all the Bionic wow, Woman episodes. Um, <laughs> I have all your DVDs. I know you do. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, then, and then there's this really old show from the late 60s, early 70s called Family Affair. I don't know if anybody even remembers that show. Um, and it's about a. Um, yeah. It's about a. Uh, um, guy whose brother dies and he ends up taking care of his brother's three children. Sissy and Buffy. Yeah, Sissy, Buffy, and... uh, There were a lot of shows in the, like, like late 60s into the 70s that were about, like, single parents dealing with, like, you know, something. Yeah. There was that show. There was Nanny and the Professor. Nanny and the Professor. Even the the Partridge family, single mom. There's a lot of those shows, you know, that were like that. Yeah. So I've been kind of watching that. And it's funny. Family Fair was was on for five years, five seasons. Do you know they made 30 episodes a season? Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, even the original Star Trek was close to that per season. Yeah. You know, and and now we get ten, eight. You know, <laughs> we're happy to get. You know, and we're, and we're paying more. You know, in a way. So. Yeah. I know. I know. It's a different world, but um, hey, well, thanks for all those suggestions. And I don't know if you got to run, Mister Pete, but um, yeah, I do have to run. I will share one last thing that I do. That is something I have never, not haven't done before. Um, I started doing Tai Chi, where a instructor is streaming her Tai Chi lessons over Zoom. Oh. She's actually located in Indiana. And uh, so that's been kind of a cool thing to, yeah. you know, do something different. I mean, I did martial arts, but I never, I've never done Tai Chi. So Is that over, you said over Zoom she's doing it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Her website is uh, tai chi wellbeing.com. Okay. And because she can't 
have any classes in her studio anymore. Right. She's streaming them all online and she's doing it for free. So I cool. and my friend told her I just thought well, I'll do it. That's great. It's kind of a cool thing. You can feel like war. Uh, yeah. Exactly. That's a, yeah. Between Warf and um, Teal'c on Star. On Star yeah, Wars. there you go. Well, I sure yeah. hope yeah you're holding a, your uh, Batleth or something while you're doing it too. So you know, <laughs> not not just doing it without a Klingon you know weapon. So well, thanks for that. And so, if, you, if if you got to zoom off, see how what I did there? Zoom off. Zoom off. Then, let, then that's okay. You, you can go ahead. You can you can zoom if you need. Or, or hang in. Because well, thank, thank you, uh, for okay. this. I really enjoy you know chatting with our group. All right, and uh, we'll do it again. All right, thanks, Rick, thanks, and, Rick. and we'll move on to Mr. Moyer, uh, yeah. to, who can tell us the two or three or five thousand things. That's five thousand things I'm doing. Yeah, I got a guitar with me, and I want to hear about those masks too in this. So tell it. Tell That's right. I, drop a plug. I just in. wrote a I wrote a song on mute while we were right here on the thing. Are you ready? Here we go. Stuck in quarantine. Stuck in quarantine. What do you think? Sing it with me. I like it. I'm sorry. Anyway, yeah, I, I've been doing a lot of things. I think one of the things that I've been trying to do is to encourage folks during this whole lockdown thing because it's such a disruption to their lives. I wanted to, um, you know, just help folks stay positive because it really it's it's depressing a lot of the stuff is really hard it's scary depressing it's, yeah it's crazy so what i've been trying to do is do some live facebook stuff where where we do star trek trivia and sometimes amy and i'll just talk with folks and do different things they, there's no uh she's wearing a starfleet she walked up with a starfleet academy sweatshirt on that she inherited from me ah uh, yeah but, but anyway um i've been trying to do that but um been re-watching um I just got done with Stargate SG-1, and now I'm into uh, Stargate Atlantis again, rewatching that. And a uh, lot of lot of late nights working on different things. I had to really um, repurpose my business because as soon as the lockdown happened, I couldn't go take pictures. They won't let me take pictures anymore. They like I like even if you got go. a big old zoom lens, huh? Yeah, they they won't let you do it. And so I decided to since one of the things that I did when I first started my business, and you'll know this, Rico, because you helped me get it going. Um, I really wanted to do things that was diversified. I didn't want to just do one thing in media. I wanted to do several things. And so that's what I did is I, uh, on the good times when I've got lots of pictures going, I make money out that. When that dries up like it has, then I started doing other things to, uh, get some different income because the radio station doesn't pay that well. I mean, I just did that because they wanted me to and I figured it'd be fun and it has, you know, got my name out there and I have a fun time playing music. But really my business has been my focus the last 10 years and, uh, the key to my success has been diversity. Now, when all the picture stuff dried up, I went ahead and started doing other stuff. Like I've got people getting a hold of me to do video editing, and I've been doing um, uh, consulting for websites and different things like that. And it's it's brought a stream in that I didn't have before. But that's what you do. You know, you got to adapt. But my biggest focus during this whole time has been to encourage other people to you can do it. Built a, I have a little gym in my front room now because I can't go to the Y where I usually do my workouts. I've been, you know, as you know, I've been on the last couple of years. I've been on a quest for health, and I've lost 150 pounds now, doing keto, Amber, and uh, uh, you know, my diabetes doctor got all, everything under control, and I'm doing great. I feel great, but it's also really hard to do it at home. It's hard to stay motivated, and it's hard. Those are things. So I figured if I encourage other people, help me too, and it does. 
so that's I've kind of been doing that, writing some music and. Um, it's funny about the again, gym thing. I, I, I was going to jump in with with you for a second on 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 the exercise in the gym thing because I remember when you were first starting to post some pictures and video from you going to the gym and working out. One of yeah. the things, one of the things you kept saying uh, or that you were talking about was it's a little. I think everybody probably feels like this when they first start going to the gym. You know that it's a little. You feel a little embarrassed, right? In a way, yeah. oh yeah. Or, or, so it's like really, it now. Yeah. Now you're now you want to go to the gym. It, know. You know, you you have that. You have that. You've reversed it on yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it really. It took a while, but it really. I got a. I I went ahead and got a personal trainer because uh, my doctor had suggested. I thought it was going to cost too much money, but now, you know, the amount of money I pay for a personal trainer versus the medicines that I'm off of now. Um, yeah, it, I'm sure you're. Out. It's yeah. better. <laughs> And, and yeah. so I w- the the trainer really helped me see things in a different way. You know, there it's good to have somebody from the outside look in on what you're doing. And uh, pretty soon I started getting more comfortable. And even though you know there's a lot of guys at the gym that are and gals that just are great looking and all fit and tone and everything. And then there's me. And but at least I'm you know at least now I don't feel self conscious. I go and I just I just try to do my best to to uh, get my body back into where it's supposed to be so I live longer because I don't want to die early. I got too many geeky things to do. Exactly. We all have so much that we still. So what else? Mm. Uh, yeah, I you know I appreciate all that, and I, I always see your uh, notes and, and stuff on, on Facebook encouraging people. Are you guys, yeah. you say you're working your way through Stargate Atlantis. And, yeah, and, 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 well, and you know, we started, we, you know. And we did something really fun. Well, I was looking for masks because um, uh, we have to wear masks here in Washington, or at least in our area. Everybody has to wear a mask. And they didn't have any good geeky masks. I mean, they're coming out with them now. But Amy is a sewer. Yeah. She sews. And so she started sewing these masks. And I said, hey, let's get some Star Trek material. And we can't market them as Star Trek, so we just market them as as geeky. Sci-fi yeah, they're just masks, and and the fabric yeah, is is available. It's Star not Trek. like you're. Uh, <laughs> I think that's yeah. totally fine, and it, there's a ton of a ton of them showing up that I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's great. So we started off. We did a run of twenty five of them. We sold out just a couple minutes ago on the first round, and now we've got uh, we got many more to do. But Amy's been sewing them and. We've been putting them on online and selling. You just them. need a good old blue, blue, red, and gold fabric. You know, you can just do. Yeah, like, I was uh, thinking that. You know. I was thinking that that'd be cool. Yeah. Well, the, it's funny. Amy gave away 160 masks of different um, uh, colors and patterns and stuff like that because she's just, you know, Amy. She's awesome, and she loves to give and everything. But then I said, you know, we could make some money. <laughs> We got a little more income stream. What do you think? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it, those things are not, you know, she's got to spend her time making them and everything, and you got yeah, to get the materials. Yeah. So, I mean, it's nice yeah. to it's nice to to give, but I always feel like even if you're there's no reason why you can't also try to make, you know, well, help help your business. You know. Known. Truth yeah. be known, we don't make that much off of them. So, okay. No, it's I was fun. a little, you know, I I, I, I clicked and ordered one, and I was about, you know, and it's like, like Rick, come on, is this even covering shipping? Come on, you know, no. yeah, yeah, we did, we got it. Yeah, but, and uh, yours is on yeah. the way, by the way, just so you know. All right, I'm excited to uh, to get it. So, uh, but so because, that's what we've been doing. We've been trying yeah. to stay healthy and and encouraging people and great uh, rocking yeah. out on the radio station. No, that's that's good, and uh, let's let's go quickly. Um, uh, the last thing I want to hear about is is your particular like where you're located. I want to just a quick. Everyone's kind of already said this, but um, 
I, I kind of want to know like uh, what you guys are, are feeling like are are, are you uh, is your area still locked down and is it gonna still stay locked down for a long time or what's your each person's individual feelings on all that uh, uh, we'll swing back to amber what do you, what do you think amber what what's what's the exact like detailed or you don't have to go into a lot of detail but are you guys supposedly not still most businesses are closed and what what's your timing when are they saying things are going to open where you are yeah, so um, there's no word yet on, like, restaurants or hair salons, that sort of thing. Um, they did say that they were hoping to open up for non-essential procedures, medical procedures, like dentistry and surgeries and whatnot, May 1st. Um, I actually have a dentist appointment on May 7th, and I'm thinking about rescheduling it because... I don't know that I want to go into the dentist's office on May 7th. Yeah, unless so, you're, unless it's, if it's just a general usual cleaning, maybe put it off a yeah, few weeks or a month or something. But It's just right now I can't call and make that change because they're only Oh, they're not even open for like calls but, uh, or Emergency anything? surgeries only. Okay, yeah, sure. Um so so yeah, it's as as far as I can tell, I don't I, I don't have a good sense. Fortunately, my work they're they're we're open-ended. We're yeah. not, um, they don't have a thing of, of when we're going back. And because I can work from home um, and I'm also at risk, I'm definitely going to ask if I can, you know, keep, even when we do go back to the office, not go in yeah. right away because um, sure. it's still kind of up in the air. It just, it's really disheartening for me to, the few times that I do drive, the automated like signage. That's usually up to say, hey, there's an accident in a mile or whatever. It just says, you know, stay home, save lives. And there's businesses that are boarded up because they don't want to get, you know, looted or whatever. And it's just, it's a little creepy. I'm kind of ready for that to be over. But I'm Yeah, not it is. You feel yet. like you're in, we've all watched too many of those, you know, movies of uh, the future where everything's gone, right? So we, we've seen right. this in movies and TV for for too many years where you drive and like, why am I not seeing any cars? What's happened here? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. um, you know, but I, I feel like whatever I think of the current governor and how she's handled things, I feel like she's at least taking um, measured steps to open things back up and not rushing it. So sure. at least there's that. Yeah. All right. Hey, Quinn, what, how's things in Canada and Sarnia? Are you guys, uh, are you guys pretty locked down still? Any, any hope yeah, to be open soon or? We're still locked down, and I have to figure out. Let's see. I want to get this, whatever. Where do I? I there used to be a variety of places. You go to Staples. You go to Best Buy. You go for. Oh, I no. I see the mall. There's two things in the mall. So if I wanted to get something there, who who sells it, and where do I get it, or whatever. And there's a curbside pickup or whatever yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. So you have to figure out figuring out where to get stuff. Is the person from Georgia still on or not? I think so. Doug's on, right? Yes. Yes. They say they're going to open up the movie studios. So what movies will they be showing? The new ones or the old ones? That's what I have a question for. What movies will be will they be showing in the movie theaters? There's a you lot of movies they've pushed the, the releases on. They'll they'll always be probably something they can put up and you know, but they'll they've pushed a lot of them out into the fall easily, yeah. Yeah, so will there be a James Bond or Wonder Woman or 
Marvel anything, or will they push all that stuff? And what would they show or whatever? Yeah. All them. That's what my question would be. So you're what pretty locked down things? still there. Yeah, I thought so yeah, in Canada. was Yeah, pretty locked up. But um, hey, hey. Uh, so if Georgia opens up, I would be interested to see. Yeah, we're all flying down to, to uh, visit Doug in, uh, outside of Atlanta because you guys can do things. Exactly. So what, what's uh, so I know that we, we've been kind of making fun, Doug. Nothing against you, of course. But so what is actually open down there now? And are, I don't think restaurants are yet or movie theaters. Or, or is there a plan to open them soon? Uh, what's open now, as you said, it was the tattoo parlors, the massage studios. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, barber shops, uh, on Monday, tomorrow, they're opening up the movie theaters and, uh, dine-in restaurants. Uh, oh, so restaurants and movies are going to be open for people. Okay. But like you said, movies would they show? (laughs) Well, you know, just as. Well, as I do, that uh, they postponed the premiere of the James Bond movie, I think, till December or something. So uh, they'll probably just be showing the last things that were being shown in the theaters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm sure they're all like with these situations, like they're talking here. They're they're probably all like, okay, we can only no one can sit more than like you know at least a couple empty seats between people or whatever it'll be, two or three seats, and. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was telling somebody the other day about it. You know, most most movies, uh, you know, for everyone on the call and listening, except if it's a big, big opening weekend, most movie theaters aren't anywhere near capacity. You know, you go into a movie theater that has maybe 150 seats and there might be 30 people in it. You know, so they, I don't, as long as those people are spread out, I don't think it's that big of a, a concern, actually. So uh, yeah, up, I wouldn't up, up, plan on running out unless it's a movie I really want to see. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't think that's really that big of a thing. So Well, up until uh, four years ago, I was living in the New York area, and I still got a lot of friends and family who live there. And uh, I guess a lot of people besides me got impacted by it because I have a very good friend who I worked with, and he got the full-blown coronavirus and uh, oh, wow. was touched while he didn't have to go into the hospital but uh the extent of his energy was uh, answering the phone and talking to me for two seconds fortunately uh, he came through and he's doing fine yeah it's not for the people that have had it you know everyone's probably heard these stories but it, yeah for the people that have actually had it and had it badly you know there are people that aren't that are fortunate and when they've been getting it they're not getting it very bad but the ones that have gotten badly even if they're in a having a bad case and at home or a really severe case and in the hospital, it's it's this is not a uh, this isn't just having a little cold bug or something, you know, for for a lot of people. So uh, I'm glad you're uh, glad your friend's okay. How about yeah. you? Uh, how about you, Mr. Moyer? How are things? Uh, you're right in the heart of this, buddy. You know, yeah. I mean, like yeah, how we, we have a, all that. I wasn't really sure because I know you're really not that close to like Seattle. Right. So like we're about to about an hour and a half from Seattle, like and an hour and a half from Portland. So you, we're you right were on like the uh, you weren't really when all that first stuff started to happen in Washington, in the state of Washington. That was at least like a couple hours away from you for the most part. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, not I mean, about an hour away from hour? us was that nursing home that had the the big the original uh, outbreak situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was scary. Our our actual county where where we're located in Aberdeen, the birthplace of Nirvana, 
we uh we've only had like um i think total 11 cases and of the 11 only like three are from this area that's amazing so, like, that in the in the, where yeah. where it really got going like just an hour yeah. away you guys have yeah. basically hardly anything yeah. Well, they've shut everything down, man. I mean, this place yeah. is like a ghost ghost town, man. And is it's it crazy. expected to stay that way for a while still? Well, much of the dismay of many people. I, my my buddy that owns the tattoo shop is pretty much desperate. He's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. But now they're talking about maybe opening that up if they have super safety precautions involved. Uh huh. Um, so we'll see. Um, our governor is a little bit more cautious, and so we'll see if that stuff opens up or not. But it's pretty devastating economically for everyone in this area. It's yeah, like I'm sure not, it is. Not cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anything retailish, anything uh, like a service industry, like bars, restaurants, yeah, you know, crazy. movie theaters, anything that people go to uh, that can't yeah. really be done remotely. Uh, well, our our is, good friends that yeah. own the Chinese restaurant here. I have two different uh, families that we're good friends with that uh, have Chinese restaurants and. They're doing a pretty good business with takeout, but it's yeah. nothing compared to what it was. Yeah, this Chinese place that I usually go to by my house, they're they shut down. They're like, um, well, you know, not all of these places have elected to stay open. Right. You know, right. I don't know if they're gone for good. I guess when this is all done, I'll I'll find out. But the usual Chinese place I go to, I'm I'm, I'm desperate for some good Chinese food because. Yeah. The one we that's nearest like my it, yeah. place. There's a couple that are further away, uh, but um, but they within like when things got shut down here, they just they they never did carry out, and they're basically only a carry out place. They're not even a restaurant. Right. They have a right. couple little tables inside. It's one of those kind of places, but mm-hmm. they weren't really. They're not like a full blown Chinese restaurant with with tables and chairs and everything. And and they right. just put a sign up on the door that said, "Well, we've decided for the safety of our." employees and everyone you know we're just going to close period and so i don't know uh, if they'll come back at all yeah i hope so i yeah. hope they come back That's i hope so too I, mean, I have a lot of friends it's a family little business i really like yeah. them and I, yeah. I hope they do but a couple of months of of um of no income at all no income yeah. i know it's weird it's it, it's sad to watch and, and it's hard but hopefully Hopefully, you know the most important thing is is people's lives, and we want to make sure that people oh, sure. are safe. But yep. but I think it's I think it's going to open up, and it's just going to take a little bit of you know work to get back to where we need to get yeah. back. It's never going to be the same, though. It's not going to be the same. So we're going to have to adapt and move for forward, a while. But, I, 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 yeah. I keep hoping and predicting that a year from now, or even maybe if we're hopeful, six months from now, you know that that it yeah. will be pretty close to you know the way things. And I want you- or I don't want to wear a, I don't want a freaking, I, even though I appreciate and like the mask I'm getting from Amy, I don't really right. want to wear a mask wear for the rest forever. of my time no. wherever I go. No. <laughs> I yeah. don't. Well, and I, I, you were making fun of somebody planning their tattoos. I'm going through with uh, tattoo withdrawals because I just started my boldly, uh, or my, my uh, Space the Final Frontier oh, tattoo. Oh, you need to move to arm. Atlanta. You need to move. Oh, I know. Because you know. anyway, my, my tattoo artist is a good friend of mine and I might go to his house. But we'll see if they lift it enough that we can visit people because, man, yeah. i got to get this taken care of. i got to get my fire nebula put around my words, space, the final frontier. You this do. You do. Yeah. You know, it's I, I, I do think that precautions, I, I, you know, I'm not, a, you know, like they say on, on TV and news and uh, except for certain people in certain government positions, I am not a doctor. So don't listen to right. me. This is right. just my opinion. Dr. Rico. But uh, but I, I, I think I strongly believe that any illness, even even beyond this, I, I, 
I think casual contact, like in other words, you just pass somebody. Can you get something that way? Any kind of illness? Yes. Is it very sure. likely? No. It, no. You, you really, I think, have to be like, I'll give you one example. My, uh, I have a, uh, people were talking, Doug mentioned it. I don't know if anyone else has had any semi um, uh, contact with like related to fa- friends or family that have had been really had someone who had this, but a good friend of my sister's that she grew up with had it. And she has uh, two sons, yeah, two sons, two two kids at home, um, and her husband. And she she got it to the point where she was in the hospital even on a ventilator. She's okay now and she's back home, but nobody else in her family got it. Good. So, I mean, it, it's it's really kind of incredible that, I mean, I think some people are just naturally not going to get it. You know, their body or whatever is more resistant in some ways, whatever they've got in their, in their, you know, antibodies they've had from other things or whatever. I think some people are just more naturally resistant or might not get that that bad. Right. Exactly. But so you've got that plus, you know, but here people in the same house and, you know, she got it, you know, and got, it took a while to get tested. So she wasn't really like keeping herself all that isolated from the rest of her family in her, in their own home. And so, I mean, point is is yeah you could get it from casual things out there but i think for the most part i think with masks and certain precautions in businesses i think they can get kind of going again yeah i think they just have to obviously be careful and because it only takes a you know somebody who isn't being careful to spread it around mess everything up yeah Yeah, so hey i'm gonna wrap this up though but i i really uh really had fun talking to all of you i hope you guys are all good and staying safe still it sounds like you are at least and it seems like we've got a lucky group here that that have been able to you know manage uh you know to figure out a way to work through all this a little bit and and just uh it, it's interesting to me of how many i i've said this for years you know one last thing that i wanted to say is is there's a lot of people that really don't need to go into an office to work and i hope this yeah. if, if any result of this happens is is I've always, because I deal with everyone does wherever you particularly live, but everybody deals with traffic, and and I always feel like you know if you're just driving into a place to literally sit at a computer for eight hours and then driving home, do you really need to do that five days a week? I probably don't think so. I I mean I I my job isn't like that, so I, but I but I I do slide in a, before all this even a day or two at home. Maybe not every week, every couple of weeks, but but I have a lot of meetings around at different car companies. And I have to visit different locations. Well, when they're when they were open. So, but I, I I'm hoping that the end result of this is there's more people who who do work partially at home, and we yeah, we I can keep so. uh, the the uh, the uh, the air cleaner too, and uh, and and all that. And and gas prices are crazy right now, aren't they? I, oh I, man, yeah. You don't need to go anywhere, but boy, I w- I almost wish I needed to go somewhere because I've never seen gas so cheap. So. Uh, all right. Well, thanks, everyone. And uh, Thank you guys you, all stay, stay safe. And uh, we'll do this again in a couple of months. Maybe when next time we do it, maybe uh, a couple months from now, everything will be, you know, much, much more normal. <laughs> yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks. And uh, I'm going to hang up the call and stop the recording and get this edited, put it up. But uh, you guys all have a good rest of your day. Thanks for your time. And all right. uh, we'll... live long and prosper. Peace thanks, out. Yeah, Jacob. live long and prosper. May the force Bye. be with you. All right, everyone. Take care. Talk to you soon. Bye.
This has been a Rick Dosti Podcast production.